1: And And this
0: is
1: our house. house. I'm trying to get you all hyped up on this one. (laughs) I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. Three, two, one. Welcome to the House of Hockey podcast, episode 141. I'm one of your hosts, Breezy.
0: And I'm your other host, Ray Ray.
1: And you're very defeated in your Kane Blackhawks jersey.
0: I am wearing... My Blackhawks jersey that is not very old, that has Patrick Kane 88 on it for the last time. And you don't it will, have
1: to wear it for the last time.
0: It's worn for the last time. I'm going to have to put it in a shadow box because the, the next time I'm going to wear it is at his retirement ceremony, whatever that's going to be. And that's it. And then maybe in, like, 20 years from now when it's cool to rock, like, a veteran player at, like, a game, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like people wear, like, Stan Mikita jerseys. Like, that's going to be me when I'm, like, 70 years old at a Blackhawks game wearing this Patrick Kane jersey. So Fair enough. Fair enough. Hopefully it stands the test of time. (laughs) I'm sure it will. I have no idea. But I thought today is the day I've got to I've got to wear it because I can officially comment on the news of Patrick Kane. Right. You can. Yeah. Also, Breezy was at a concert last night, which we will talk a little bit about later at the end of the episode. So Mm -hmm. she is a little tired.
1: I'm just a little tired today. That's
0: I'm going to do, do my best to not have any very loud outbursts uh, to, to ease her pain. But <laughs> here is, I feel like I just have to start with this. This is the official statement. Patrick Kane is now officially a New York Ranger, which is so weird to say.
1: But you're okay with it.
0: I am very okay with it. I officially support his choice. I'm glad he went to a team that has a lot of potential, at least in the next few years, to win a Stanley Cup or at least make playoffs. There's a lot of talent on that team. There's young talent. There's veteran talent. There's everything in between. It's very well balanced. And he had to go. I I do not blame him for wanting to leave in the least. I think he really wanted to stay as a Blackhawk for his whole career. However, in the last, let's say, five seasons of the Chicago Blackhawks, the team, not aside from all of the legal drama aside, were not doing the right things to really build. Well, they were trying to build. <laughs> they're trying to build builds upon the Kane and Tay's legacy that was there and they acquired a lot of players they were developing players and then in the last two years they've traded all of those people away including more of those people at this trade deadline outside of Patrick Kane and there's nothing there there's no reason for him to stay at, with a team that's going to take I think 15 years maybe more to really become a contending team again. I would be very surprised if we do. I also watched, so the Blackhawks started this sort of like documentary series on their YouTube channel. And it's called, uh, I wrote it down because I knew I would forget, Every Shift. And it's sort of documenting their rebuild. And they followed along the days leading up to Kane's trade and the GM Kyle Davidson just saying that this is what was the right thing for Patrick. This was the right Mm -hmm. thing to do for him for what he's done for the team. He thought long and hard about this very difficult decision to leave the Blackhawks after 15 slash 16 years, depending on how you want to do the math. That's a long time to be with the team and his, it was his first team and his only team. And I think Patrick Kane said it really well that like, you know, you dream of wanting to stay with one team your entire career, but that's not always the reality. And he's got good years left in him and he wants to play and he doesn't want to be on a team that absolutely sucks. And I don't blame him. The other thing I have to comment on is the fact that there was a lot of other podcast blogs, whatever, saying that like, how could Patrick do that to the Blackhawks? Like meaning how could he force the Blackhawks hand in requiring him to be traded to the Rangers for it didn't matter what they got in return. Mm -hmm. Like they got no assets really in return for Patrick Kane. And like, I see what you're saying, but what Patrick Kane has done for the team with three Stanley cups and 15 years with the team, the the man and the talent deserves to be treated and playing and treated well. And if that's the decision he wants to make, he should go. And I don't think that that is any kind of realistic expectation that now he owes the team something. What has the team done for him and Tays in the last seven seasons? Absolutely nothing. We've been nowhere. We've not had any opportunity to be in a playoff position so I don't think he owes them anything. He gave them what he owed them in those years and in his contracts and in those early seasons. So like he's done as far as like owing the Blackhawks anything, especially with the way that they have proceeded with trades and dismantling this like Bowman era team. I don't think he owes them anything. And you can come at me, but I don't think he owes the team anything. The GM Kyle Davidson was like, he is Patrick Hinn will always be a member of the Chicago Blackhawks family. He is always welcome. And that's it. Yeah. He doesn't owe them squat. Yeah. In, in my opinion. Like I mean, I
1: think what the what they did to give him what he wants in order to have like it was almost sort of like, I mean, he deserved to go and do exactly. a place where he wanted to go. And they did that for him. And I think he is grateful for it. And he's just no animosity it's just more so of like i just i just have to go do it it's business yep
0: it's business business. and i really don't think that he was like trying to shaft the blackhawks like that's clearly not his mo he wasn't right intentionally doing this because he's like well screw you guys he's looking out for himself because he has to because that's how this works exactly and I don't think that he did anything wrong. And what were they, po- What <laughs> the Blackhawks aren't even in a position to ask for anything good in return when they have completely dismantled the team. There's nobody on the team that we know besides Seth Jones and, and like, why would you even this is not the time to try to get an asset from new york like what you're gonna try to get alexi lafreniere like yeah right they're not giving you him <laughs> like no. like they're you're not gonna get anything anyway from new york at least who's in right. a position to play really well so it's kind of like you weren't gonna get anything anyway so just deal with it uh so yeah that's what i have to say about that that's what you gotta say about
1: that well Maybe we should address the other elephant in the room for another player that uh, wanted to spend his entire career with one team, but got booted unexpectedly. Jonathan Quick uh, was sent to Columbus. uh,
0: For like a half a day.
1: For like, (laughs) yeah, for a half a day, basically for uh, Gavrikov and Corp. I can't remember his name corpus corpus yes yeah um which kings fans are very 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 upset about i mean when i first heard the news i was shocked much like everybody else um and it kind of got me thinking though because it's like there was there's been so many years where quick hasn't been quick right Mm -hmm. and there were a lot of people that kept saying trade quick trade quick trade quick And then when it happens, everyone's like, oh, why do they, You? how do you do that? Like, why would you trade someone? Why would you do that? Why would you do this? But those are the same people who are saying, we need to trade. We need to win. We want to chase the cup. And it's business, first of all. And second of all, quick just isn't quick. And I think Fans are holding on to what Quick was and what he has done, but not who Quick is now. And you can't take incredible saves and from certain periods of the game and like piece them together to make Jonathan Quick again. No. Uh, it just doesn't work that way. And if you want the team to move forward, if you want the team to win and have a chance at a Stanley Cup, then you need to trade for players that can help you get that. And if that's what we got in return for, for Quick from Columbus, even if it is a rental for, for Gabrikoff, it's it's fine. It's it's fine. I mean, we'll grow, you know, teams will grow. And Quick wanted to then go to Vegas. And that's good for Quick. And if he is going to have a turnaround season and a revenge season, then that, that is what it is. Um, but I think that it's selfish of quick to to maybe continue to say that he's blindsided by certain things when he knows he hasn't been playing very well um but he hasn't spoken a bad word about the kings so that's a good thing um but it is business and I think that I I mean obviously he's going to sign a one-day contract he's going to retire a king and he's going to get his number raised in the rafters everyone knows that but it might be good to see him play and like try to rebound and and be quick again it sucks that it's for Vegas but you know what Vegas Vegas needs goaltending help first of all and in order to to get that I mean Quick's had many many years he can help coach other you know upcoming goalies so I think it's a good thing and it's gonna suck when we face them in the playoffs because you know Quick's gonna come out again but I just think that that fans need to stop holding on to what he was and realize what he is now and realize what we had got in return is going to be best for the team. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the way you got to look at it for all situations when it's like when your favorite player gets traded, it's like it sucks, but it's just business and it, it's going to happen
0: it happened and i don't think it happened in the kindest way for quick i think he deserved a little more yes it is business but like they could have it's it seemed like he didn't know that that was going to happen and when you've had left
1: unprotected for seattle so he had to have had some general idea and when you're at this point sitting on the bench and Copley is the number one starter I mean you can't just sit back and relax just because you brought two two cups to to you know the town or something but it should have done it should have been done better
0: yeah it feels like it feels like he wasn't involved in this decision making process and like didn't really have a say in it and I think that's when I think fans get really defensive because for somebody like that and for what he has done for the organization, for the Kings to, I mean, maybe he did say what he wanted and maybe the Kings didn't like that. I mean, we don't know. Right. But it seems at this point that he really had no say in what was going on. And if he really did want to get to Vegas or if that was his top choice, if the Kings were going to let him go, I mean, Mm -hmm you could communicate that in some way, like we're going to do our best to figure out a way to get you there. So just hang Mm -hmm. tight. It might not look pretty, but you know, we're going to do what we can. I mean, maybe they did tell him that, but it sort of seems like they didn't. And who knows what's really going on there between the organization and quick and, and this last, like uh, with the trade, um, with the Seattle expansion in the last whatever year, but Mm -hmm. I feel bad because that's just a really tough, tough, Thing to have to go through like the double team trade situation yeah. which for a guy like I him think, that sucks it just sucks you know
1: it does suck but i think that they had to do it the way they did it to take so the kings didn't have to retain any of his contract right and his salary so i think they did it in a way that they the only way that they could have done it that would have given them the the reward that the kings what they needed out of the trade um And I did see that Quick, I think, had like five other teams that he wanted to go to. And Vegas was was one of them. Uh So he ended up there, which is is good. It's just the the situation kind of sucked. But I mean, it was a waiting game. He never got on a plane to go to Columbus.
0: Wow. He stayed in L.
1: A. the entire time. He stayed, in, yeah, stayed in L. A. the entire time. So uh, yeah, I don't think maybe he wasn't. might have known. Knew.
0: Yeah, maybe he knew. yeah.
1: So that's all I gotta say about that.
0: Yeah. I wanna circle back and sort of talk about uh the Patrick Kane comparison with Quick. Obviously, they're two very different players. Right. They play very different positions and things. But if you look at those things, Kane obviously used it to his advantage well first of all he had a ridiculously great contract that really is absurd to have a, a no tr- um a no trade no wave no trade clause no trade clause um for that many years on his contract like eight year contract or whatever seven or eight year contract so that's like kind of unheard of to begin with Um, So he was really lucky. And I think he made the smart decision to take advantage of that at this point and not be subject to what quick just went through with all of this, like, hopefully they'll do the right thing for me kind of thing, which I mean, in the end Mm -hmm. they did, they quick ended up getting to a place he wanted to be ultimately, but, you know, I think that's the sort of difference between those two is, is taking advantage of the, I don't remember what quick's contract was, but
1: it was you a know. ridiculous contract it was like 10 years at I don't even x amount of money that nobody wanted to take on when he started to go downhill did uh, he have a so. no
0: trade clause before it expired I,
1: I don't think so okay maybe he did
0: or a oh, no remember. move clause sorry no a no move yeah. clause I, I, think I mixed he those did. phrases
1: up and I, I, he was protected for the Vegas draft but right. he was left unprotected for seattle yeah. which spoke because they ended up protecting cal peterson and it's interesting to see where cal peterson is now and who's in goal for the Kings. so um funny funny business that's all funny i gotta business. say funny business
0: also last thing about Patrick kane everybody is now all eyes on him in new york and going how come he's not performing and they lost the first two games with Kane on their team? Okay, people, let's have a little reality check here. They have to figure out where Kane is going to best fit. And it mm-hmm. was a messy start. Luckily, the Rangers have, I think, a couple days to sort of figure out how to make this work because they had a ton of turnovers, the Rangers, mm-hmm. and trying to do those east-west passes. They were getting turned over. They were uh, Panarin was deferring to Kane a lot. And a lot of the players were. Um, and I think that has to be reevaluated, and they have to sort of look for the best play and not just Kane. And I think if they can ch- change it, ch- change this up, <laughs> figure this out in the next couple days. Mix um, up the soup
1: a little, guys.
0: <laughs> yeah. Stir the soup.
1: What? Are, okay. Where are these comments coming from, Adam? Well, I don't my know. My brain.
0: <laughs> you guys <gotta laughs> stir that soup in New York and figure out what comes to the top and what's going to settle to the bottom and figure out where he fits because you can't just assume that... That's like the same comment when I said, was it last week or the week before? Like, can you have too much talent? Like Toronto, right? Like mm-hmm. you get an Orion O'Reilly, they're struggling too with figuring out where he fits there too. Like it's not yeah. this, that simple when you've got chemistry already going with these star players and then you want to add even more. It takes a minute to figure out. So give it a minute everybody Mm -hmm. give the rangers a minute what um what else do we want where do we want okay let me just finish up this blackhawks talk and then we can just sort of be done with the blackhawks so they also sent max domi to the stars which we all know there were lots of rumors that patrick kane would go there but i knew he would never go there uh max domi though is a good move for the stars he's i i just hate to see this happening to him because he's such a great asset and I guess that's why he keeps getting moved but I don't know why and nobody will sign this kid to a longer contract because he's got such great ability to fit in anywhere and he works hard and he can sort of be molded to whatever line he's on um so kudos to the stars for getting him but instead the Blackhawks got see this is why Patrick Kane made the right decision because the Blackhawks in exchange for Max Domi one of the very few assets they had left, like that weren't a Patrick Kane or Jonathan Tays, got Anton Kudobin, the 36-year-old goalie who's now playing in the minors, and he's not playing very well anyway. The guy's not going to play much longer, and then they got a 2025 second-round draft pick, and then they got a goalie prospect, which, okay, that's good. I'm going to try to find silver lining here because it still is my team in Dylan Wells. Um, But then they also got rid of Jake McCabe and Sam Lafferty who went to Toronto. So like Toronto's really making a push right now. And then um, defenseman Jack Johnson was traded. So like any and all potential talent on the Blackhawks has been completely wiped out and we got nothing in return. So if people are trying to make this argument that the, Blackhawks should have gotten something in return for King. Look at what the hell we got in return for Domi. Are you kidding? Like, what kind of move is that? I mean, like, you could argue that what we're doing is absolutely absurd and definitely not positive in any way. Like, I would have signed Max Domi to another one-year contract and just, like, waited it out to see what else I could get and what else he could produce. <laughs> like, what are I? But I'm not a GM. Let me make sure that's all I have to say about Blackhawks things. That's it.
1: I think so I think yeah. so
0: so I, I can so. move on from that I look forward to okay. watching Patrick Kane Patrick Kane's career over the next couple of years and see what he can do uh he's still got it in him he's 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 got the ability and the talent and I wish him all the best in New York
1: and he's very fun to watch in New York I think so I've watched the past few games so
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Because the Rangers are also my team.
0: <laughs> right. That's right. Tracy's got a fourth, fourth team, <laughs> an asterisk next to it. This week's episode of the House of Hockey podcast is brought to you by NBA fans. It's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a free bet back Download the app now and sign up with code THPN. That's THPN for the Hockey Podcast Network. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. Let's talk about your Predators. Yes. Okay, wait a second. First of all, we said, are they for sale? We think they're for sale one, two episodes ago. They are 100% mm -hmm. for sale and being completely dismantled. Okay, now go ahead. Yeah,
1: Yeah. so I, last week, I don't know if it was on on record or not. uh, I think it was. But I was so mad that they had traded Nino Niederreiter and and they just started doing like weird things right and i was just Mm -hmm. like what is what is happening and i think i said that they needed to get a new head coach and a new gm and guess what happened
0: they got one of those
1: they got one of those and barry trotz has been in the nashville area for a while we talked about this Mm -hmm. um gosh it was last season i believe because he had bought he bought a house and so Barry Trotz is now the new Preds GM. I believe it's going to be effective, technically effective. June thirtieth,
0: I believe it was. Right, the end of the season or whatever. Uh,
1: yeah. So, uh, I, I sent it to Ray. I got an email from Barry Trotz himself. <laughs> yes, she did. It was it was really cool. Um, and that's what I love about the Preds is like you really do feel like a sense of like family. Kind of. I don't know if you kind of, like, got that sent. Maybe it it might be different, but um, I forwarded it to Ray, and I was like, you got to read this. Actually, I don't even think I even gave you contacts. I just forwarded it to you, Um, but it was cool, and he, like, what he said in the email, I'm not going to read it, but it was well-worded, first of all, and it, like, got you hyped, and he obviously loves Nashville, um, so That's very exciting. They are for sale, but I'm curious to see what he's going to do. He knows the team. He knows the city. He knows the organization. So I think that he's going to make great, great moves. However, the Preds have traded Ekholm (laughs) a long time. Like his entire career has been with the -hmm. Preds. Tanner Janot, who I love. I know. I was actually wearing his shirt when he got traded. So that was so cool. Um, but he's, he's going, he went to he Tampa. also did
0: a K, did a KO, he knocked out a player, yeah, already yeah. playing for Tampa. So he's doing he's really good, well,
1: yeah. he's he's good. I love him. And then they uh traded Granlin too. Um, that's great. Uh, it's so cool. Um, but they got Tyson <laughs> Berry, which is which is great too, because I think it's really funny. They posted a TikTok with him and like sort of like their social team actually really funny. So I'll send you that. Uh so yeah, they're they're for sale. It's it's gonna be a good time. Um there's only like three players that are protected on the preds.
0: Yossi. Which
1: is Yossi, uh Soros, and who am I thinking of? I'm terrible. I
0: don't know. It's okay. There's been a lot happening.
1: There has been a lot happening. I was just so excited that Matt Shane did not get traded because <laughs> um he's my boy I'm sorry I love Matt Duchesne obviously Dutchy. um Duchy! So, <laughs> so all caps always <laughs> if I ever meet him I gotta tell him the story because it's just it's funny I didn't mean to do it but it just it just happened so ah uh, yeah it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a tough tough road for the Preds for a little bit but you know what they're still fun to watch I still enjoy it uh, oh, Forsberg. Forsberg's the third one that's uh, oh, okay. that's protected. Sorry. Sorry. I knew it was going to come to me. Um, Wait. Yeah.
0: Okay. Are you done with Pred stuff? We have to go back to yeah. L.A. There was something in L.A. we didn't talk about.
1: There's lots in L.A. that we didn't talk about.
0: Well, I feel like we <laughs> need to wrap that up with um, you lost Brendan Lemieux. How do you feel yes. about that? I
1: liked Lemieux. That's I what I he thought. Was, uh, I, yeah, I did. Um, I liked him i like his grit and i thought that if they were to lose him that they would become soft because you can't be soft and mikey anderson mikey freaking anderson might be my favorite king because that kid is just so he's everywhere and he okay it was like the last like 30 seconds of the game. That kid put his body in front of like six pucks <laughs> and completely like saved the game. It was incredible. And he's just, I don't know. I just love that guy. Um, Mikey Anderson can't do it all. That's all I'm gonna no. say. And Brandon Lemieux, I thought helped bring that like grit. Um, so we lost him and it sucked. However, we ended up getting uh McEwen, I think that's how you pronounce his name, who uh brings more grit let's just say that more so more i sent you the video he full-on like knocked some dude on the ground he starts skating away and like throwing his arms up like bash brother style and then uh it was McCarron, i believe from yeah. the Preds. he knocked out and then McCarron comes back after him and he turns around and he starts beating him up again knocks McCarron back down which i mean i shouldn't be so excited about because obviously it's the preds but then he skates over to a bench and he's still doing this. He said, let's go. Okay. More grit. Gosh, brother. More grit. Um, I think that's pretty much everybody. I mean, there was like Austin Wagner ended up leaving. He was on the line, the fourth line, I think, over the last couple seasons. He hasn't played. He's played for the rain this year. But I think the um, I think the Kings did very good with what they what they did in this trade deadline so I'm happy with it Mm -hmm. as much as the quick thing sucked and obviously the Lemieux thing kind of sucked I'm happy with it and I mean they're on a three game win streak right now and it I think that they could just keep it going
0: they could we have three teams that we sort of have to like well, maybe four that we have to sort of like rapid fire through here. Cause obviously we're not yeah. going to talk about every single team and every single trade because there was like a, a lot. A lot. Um, me. but a couple noteworthy ones. So I want to talk about the Tampa Bay Lightning. So Cooper is not happy with the way they've been playing the last, mm, let's say, ten games or so. I think they've lost mm-hmm. their last four, the Lightning. So mm-hmm. he benched Stammer, Point, and Cooch. For the entire third period of Saturday's game against the Sabers, in which they lost tremendously, um, but positive they have Tanner Gino and he's clearly you know an asset there for them. Um, I'm going to be interested to see if the Lightning can get their shit together in time for the playoffs because if they can't, this is going to be a problem for them uh, in the long like uh, uh, for the long haul of playoffs. Mm-hmm. Do you have any thoughts on the Lightning? And that was mm, no. by Cooper, <laughs> literally, but he's taking aggressive. like that was a super aggressive move. It reminded me something of like Tortorella would do. Yeah, I'm like, do I need to put Cooper's picture up on the wall behind me now too, as well? Is this, mm-hmm. is he mm-hmm. is he dabbling in my <laughs> my world of, of favorite head coaches a little bit? I like the move. You gotta listen if it's if that's if whatever's happening in the locker room isn't working and you need to bench them. I mean. Maybe that'll help uh, get them back on track. The yeah. other team we want to talk about for sure, the Big Bad Bruins. Mm-hmm. They lost Taylor Hall and Foligno to injuries. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be out for the remainder. Right? I
1: believe I believe time. if all goes well, they could be in towards the end of the playoffs.
0: Not looking great right. for the number one team in the league right now, right? Or, well, Whatever. Maybe they're not at the top right at this very second, but have been dominating this whole season. But they got Tyler mm-hmm. Bertuzzi from he the Red Wings. Good in a
1: Bruins. He looks good in a Bruins uh, jersey.
0: He should have been a Bruin all along. Like, I mean, yeah. he did he did well in Detroit, and he definitely learned yeah. a lot. I think and and grew his career. But did you see that picture of him? He doesn't tape the top of his stick.
1: Yeah. Weird interesting play
0: is it just stirring a,
1: the soup again
0: just stirring the soup making it making players <laughs> that, think and think
1: that's his sir it's a soup stir the, <laughs> the tip of a stick
0: and then also with the bruins they signed pasta to an eight-year contract yeah that's huge uh
1: well they in the red wings they, they signed... signed larkin and he did this like i believe I was looking at Pagnota and I think that he was saying that he was going to try to do something. Larkin was going to try to do something for like the number, like his number 71. So I believe he ended up signing an $8.71 million contract. That's cool. Uh, But he grew up.
0: It's a Michigan boy. Isn't he a Michigan Michigan boy? boy, Yeah.
1: Michigan boy grew up loving the Red Wings, always dreamed of playing for the Red Wings. And now he's pretty much probably going to be spending his entire career as a red wing which is really cool
0: right see i would not expect larkin well given now this i don't know how old he is but if things
1: 25 maybe uh, i think
0: well yeah i mean uh, i could make a prediction that i would say that he would be the type of guy that would retire no matter what happened as a red
1: wing Mm -hmm. yeah
0: like even but, if they
1: strip the sea and then put him like what they did for Brown, you know.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I I could see that happening, but that wouldn't happen
1: for a very long time though.
0: Well, right, that's what I'm, I mean. I'm
1: making, <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what I mean. Like, uh, but did you see how sad Larkin was with Bertuzzi leaving? No, he cried. He was so sad. Oh no, they're like best buds. God, could you just imagine how awkward and uncomfortable it is for how long do you think it lasts after the trade deadline that it takes teams who've made significant moves and changes to find their rhythm again? Like two games, I mean you gotta figure they're probably
1: they're practicing every day, especially coming down the stretch. Like they gotta do it quick. So I would assume maybe like give them a week tops. Week which is tops,
0: which could be like three I would say to like four three to five games.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'd say so.
0: Because like lot. once you
1: start hanging out with, sure. I mean, you get to figure you're hanging out with the team the entire time you're practicing together, potentially traveling together. And then just trying to build like your, your social, your social game with your team, you know? Yeah. And then like getting on the ice, having that chemistry, I'd say like at least a week.
0: Oh yeah, I would yeah. maybe stay longer. Yeah, for that sort of like all those emotions to process.
1: Yeah, like
0: like if you're a Dylan Larkin, like you have to process, or like forget that. How about your Bertuzzi, and you have to like process that you've just left your BFF that you've been with for so long, and yeah. and now you're with this whole new group of people in a city with a team that is very intense. Very yeah. intense fan base and expect a lot from you. Um, right. But like, how do you process that when you're just trying to survive? Right. Like you have to just get on a plane. You have to go. You have to get on the ice. You mm-hmm. have to get your new jersey. You have to hope your equipment made it. You have nowhere to live. You're living in temporary housing. You don't have your yeah. dog, your cat, your friends, your family, and you just have to like figure it out. That's gotta be a lot. I, I just, I don't yeah. know how they do it.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know how well, they it's do probably it.
1: just like another road game for them. So they just have to pretend like they're on a road trip. And it's just going to be a permanent road trip until their <laughs> stuff makes it there. Jesus. I guess. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I feel know. like the next time we talk to a player, we got to ask them what that transition is like, and yeah. if they at all take that time to to go through that emotional sort of space or is that something you just kind of have to put on the back burner and then like right. cry over the summer for like a month i don't know it's probably what i, I would don't know do either
1: <laughs> i don't know either unless you're really happy about the trade like timo meyer who went to the f- Devils.
0: exactly he's like whew, thank goodness i went somewhere yeah. decent at least for this season
1: yeah um uh, yeah i mean that was, a good, that was move, a good move for sure that was a great move um and then the coyotes were we're just going to brush through these last few here uh coyotes lost ghost, got, ghost of sphere because he goes by ghost getting it ghost of sphere. <laughs>
0: what to did hurricanes. you just say ghosts ghosts
1: are I, here i said i i read it i read it as ghost of sphere because his nickname is ghost but it's not ghost of spirits here, and I'm probably still saying it wrong but it's fine because you can't really say his name either so I don't feel that bad Ghost um, is be
0: here <laughs> Gost
1: is be here Um,
0: Went to the canes What's wrong?
1: We were talking about a freaking ghost and this door just opened on me say That's fine Did you not see that? Uh uh-uh. uh The bathroom door just opened Creepy Dun, dun, okay. dun. I know. I feel like I need to close that.
0: It's not a Jack anyway. and Jill bathroom, is it? Yeah, it is. Oh,
1: but he's but he's not in there. Hold on.
0: And the handle fell off. Does that happen all the time? Occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Just <laughs> okay, Coyote. How do you say this guy's name who went to Ottawa? Chickering thank you
1: that's what i thought finally we don't have to hear his name for a while then he did score his first goal uh as a senator and it was very exciting Mm -hmm. um but if i don't hear that guy's name for for many weeks i would be happy with that because there was so much talk about his name over the last like three years
0: um not really but you know what i mean yeah
1: and um same like kane
0: yeah Oh, and also update since we are always learning here on the podcast that the Coyotes are so willing to take on the contracts of players like Shea Weber who are basically retired. Mm -hmm. uh, It's just so that they can meet the salary cap base, the bottom. They're not even worried about the top. (laughs) Like they're not, they're just trying to keep, the minimum the minimum how is this team even how is this how is this team even still there and then i saw some bs about a rumor about the league potentially exploring bringing a team to atlanta again
1: Mm -hmm. because there's some serious people wanting to do that
0: I just um, I'm like we got issues, guys. You, you you can't be trying to put another team in the league when you've got one who's just trying to make the bare minimum of the salary cap. That's gotta be really depressing. I feel bad for Arizona fans, man. That sucks. Because also your favorite player, Nick Richie, has left the coyotes. It's oh. <laughs> not her favorite player, guys.
1: I I hate Nick Richie. And he was briefly
0: on your one team. He was with the Kings, right? Briefly, no. Or was it Preds?
1: It was the Leafs. The, Leafs. the Leafs.
0: Hey, I had one out of three chance to get that right. There you go. He was traded to the Flames for his brother, Brett Ritchie.
1: I didn't even know that there was two of them in the league, and now I'm I didn't either. Mad.
0: I didn't Hopefully, either. Like his brother. He has a brother. How come we never hear about his brother? <laughs> Clearly we don't because he's now going to now playing for the coyotes. Poor guy. I mean, he might be really talented, but Jesus H that's just depressing. I don't know. I think we covered all the main points that were relevant to us. Have you shopped at pure hockey? They are America's largest hockey retailer with dozens of stores and the option to shop online. If you or any of your kids play hockey, Pure Hockey is the place to find just about all of your equipment, skates, sticks, gear, bags, jerseys, and accessories. Plus, Pure Hockey is one of our affiliate partners. Next time you break your hockey stick or your kid grows out of his skates, why not check out purehockey.com? While you are looking for hockey equipment, you can also browse around for merchandise from your favorite NHL team, you know who Breezy's and mine are, and make gift-giving even easier for your hockey-loving friends and family. And do us a favor, use our special link for purehockey.com when you browse the site and make a purchase, because we'll receive a small commission which helps me and Breezy create this podcast. Head to the episode's show notes for the special direct link to shop at purehockey.com
1: and also uh we have two more thousand games uh for jamie ben and derek broussard who derek broussard we've talked about him before those thousand games have been over about a thousand different teams um however very cool big accomplishment
0: have I talked about this before, about how good-looking Derek Broussard is? Yeah. Was he one of the, when we did the the Bachelorette, Bachelorette yeah. thing, was he yeah. one of my picks? Yes. I think he was. Cause that was God, a long time ago. Dang, he's good-looking. He's my no- nomination for a hunk of the week. Holy cow. Ooh. And he Holy had like cow. a real emotional side to him when they were presenting yeah. him with his uh, I forgot what they gave him but they gave that and it was like a trophy thing huh. some kind of thing and like a shield maybe uh, I might be mixing that up with something else but I don't know they gave him something like big <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. he
0: was getting all emotional and I was like how has that guy been a sleeper on my hunks list so he's my nomination for hunk of the week and I mean hunk obviously We got to put Jamie Ben in there because obviously, right? And a thousand games, thousand games, and he's a a hunk. Thousand games,
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah.
0: Who else do we put in there?
1: Uh, And hunk of the week? Mm.
0: Do we put Barry Trotz in there?
1: I think I want to do Barry Trotz. Like that guy just came in clutch. Uh, I just, I really enjoyed his email. I actually read it like three different times. That's a very me thing, dude. I did a very breezy thing. I'll get to that after. We have one more thing to talk about. We don't really okay. have to talk about. I can go over it quickly. Wait, uh, do we have
0: any other hunks to nominate? I don't think so. I'm just like scrolling through our list here. I think. Do I'm we good. maybe have to put Chikrin in there? No. Like he? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why no?
1: I I'll put Derek. Uh, Derek. Wait, you just said Derek. Dylan Larkin. I'll put Dylan Larkin.
0: Oh, okay. She's really cool. over Chikrin. Okay.
1: I'm so over Chikrin. Okay. Uh, Chikrin, Chikrin, Brianna Chikrin.
0: <laughs> okay. Brianna Decker. Yeah.
1: Retires at the age of 31. Uh, incredible career. She is a six time world champ, an Olympic gold and silver medalist. She won gold once and silver twice. 147 games played, 170 points, 81 goals and 89 assists. Pretty cool.
0: Mad so props congratulations to her. To her. Yeah. yeah. We're we're losing a good one there. Yeah. To, to retire, okay. but it's okay. She'll do good she... things here. Yeah. And then did you see Kendall coyne Schofield is expecting a baby? No. She went did, did she play when you went to the game? to the to the u.s and canada game
1: uh the women's uh, game no i don't think so i don't think so i think i was looking for her
0: when was that january
1: december december 18th
0: she might have just found out because she just announced it uh, publicly that she's expecting okay uh, uh, maybe not i don't know but there might be other reasons she didn't play besides that but yeah. So, wow. congrats to the women who do who do it all. They play killer you, hockey. They can bear children. They can yeah. do scouting and run camps. And I'm excited to see where she ends up. Like, what kind of like sort of front office position will she get?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. She's a she's an asset no matter which side of the game she stays in, the men's or the women's. So,
1: mm-hmm. exactly.
0: Okay, you got a breezy. A h- Maybe we put yeah. her in hunk of the week.
1: Yeah. Brandon Decker. We'll put I her in. I think we
0: put Decker in Hunk of the Week. Instead. Yeah. Larkin, Decker, Ben Trotz. Trotz. Brassard. No. Yeah, Broussard. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that's right.
1: We got five. We have five right. this week, guys. Five.
0: Open for submissions from you guys always. Okay. What is the breezy yep. thing you did this week?
1: it's kind of embarrassing but this is like me in a nutshell okay so at the concert last night they only had porta potties so sarah went into the bathroom first because she really had to go and i was like kind of waiting for her because i was holding onto her like stuff her glasses her phone whatnot so i'm sitting there waiting and then she goes okay she goes i just want to let you know there's some pee on the seat but it's not for me I was like okay well who really sits on the seat anyway in a porta potty like let's be real right so I'm like okay she goes but everything that's fine I said okay so I go in and I before I was gonna go I always check I always check for toilet paper because you just never know you know yeah there's no toilet paper oh. well I couldn't just walk I couldn't just walk back out like I went, they would have thought I there was like a line of people they would have thought I did like a five second pee I couldn't just walk out so I stood in the, I stood there facing the door <laughs> Waiting. Like, yeah.
0: So you didn't pee? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh my god. So <laughs> did you wait and then go into a different part of potty? Or did you go and no. go get napkins? No, I
1: just walked away and I was like, I'll go in in like 15 minutes.
0: Crazy. <laughs> uh,
1: I didn't really have to go. I was just gonna go because I was there. That's a very me thing to do. I, I just got I overthought- immediately embarrassed. <laughs>
0: i don't know that would have been a totally normal thing to just be like there's no toilet paper i'm not fucking peeing in there
1: okay well in a normal state of mind that's a normal thing to do but in my mind i was sitting there i was like i can't walk outside right now i gotta just wait here
0: i have no shame i get that from my aunt who just made me take pictures of her doing naked snow angels in the backyard so you know that's what that's that's what i did
1: that's what you did mm-hmm. and i just didn't afford a potty because i was afraid to look out. <laughs> at least i didn't get stuck that would have been terrible
0: nightmare anyway
1: you know those
0: you know those like they do it in movies and tv shows sometimes where they like trap somebody in a port-a-potty and then they like yeah. run, or, or was it maybe on jackass they did it i feel like i have a very yeah. visual memory that is like a worst nightmare
1: yeah
0: well scary too Uh-oh. yeah scary
1: too so like oh. i fr- don't make that sound
0: oh, oh god <laughs> it's so gross It's making <clears> me sick <throat> to my stomach
1: and so I, I when we first got there i went we were like oh i gotta go to the bathroom so we went into the porta potty and as like we're in there i mean i was in there by myself but like my sister-in-law wasn't the one next to me so as we're in there uh Ingrid Andress I can't say her name for the life of me but she started playing the curset started and when it started it shook the porta potty and it was like Rawr. and I was like what is happening
0: earthquake earthquake oh that would be terrifying um, it's terrifying
1: it's terrifying
0: yeah, guys porta have, are so gross. Guys but... have no idea what we have to go through in the porta potty, the squatting situation over that, and like just hoping yeah. and praying that you don't touch anything, and yep. you're lucky if there's toilet paper.
1: Yeah,
0: I usually am lucky. I, if you, if I was there with you, I would have had napkins, in my purse and my person would have given them to you.
1: Well, thank you.
0: So I come prepared. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's no well, fun for us women, but anyway enough of that let's see how all these teams do this week
1: yeah until next week
0: thanks for coming over to our house of hockey podcast and hanging out with us we'll be back next week with a brand new episode and in the meantime you can follow us on social media just look for house of hockey podcast we'll be back next week